0: From the perspective of Cherokee Nation Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr., Wednesday's ruling was spot on.
1: This is an important decision. And it's the right decision. So the, the question before the court was whether a law passed in the late 19th century called the Curtis Act still applied to what is common in the day-to-day lives of people that live in, in, in cities and towns, which is traffic tickets.
0: The city's case for enforcing municipal laws on tribal citizens centered on the language of that Curtis Act, specifically Section 14.
1: The city of Tulsa's position was that 19th century, late 19th century law called the Curtis Act actually carved out an exception, if you will, to McGirtz, such that the city of Tulsa could apply its laws and its jurisdiction over everyone within the city of Tulsa irrespective of whether they were a citizen of an Indian nation. We know that that's at odds with, with McGirt, but that was the argument.
0: But the Tenth Circuit said Tulsa's legal argument simply does not hold water.
1: The Tenth Circuit said that that late 19th century law known as the Curtis Act really only was relevant for a short period of time, and it lost its relevance at Oklahoma statehood. That was the issue. The issue was decided in favor of the tribe's position, which is that if the the Curtis Act doesn't apply, that means McGirt applies. And that means if you are a uh, Native American, a citizen of an Indian nation, subject to uh, the laws of of the Cherokee Nation, the Creek Nation, that's just it. You're not going to be prosecuted by uh, the city of Tulsa for a traffic ticket in the same way they would prosecute a non-Indian.
0: Tulsa attorney and former assistant state attorney general Tim Gilpin tells me the city may want to think twice before going through the process of appealing this ruling. From a purely
2: legal perspective, you've got a pretty strong 10th Circuit Court of Appeals decision. You've got the United States Supreme Court not backing off McGirt. So combine the two, that means in Oklahoma, from a legal perspective, we need to probably sit down with the tribes and work out law enforcement on the municipal and the state level. And that's going to be the least expensive from a practical perspective thing to do, and again, the sooner the better.
0: Meanwhile, Chief Hoskins says, look, we have agreements with a number of municipalities and they've been working just fine, so.
2: The same can be true with the
1: city of Tulsa. We can work on an agreement where we not only share the process and make it simple, we can actually share revenue and make sure that uh, you know, at the end of the day, we keep our eye on this, which is that no matter who's paying for it, We've got to have a well-funded system of public safety and law enforcement. We've all got an interest in that, just a matter of how we get there. And we know after today's decision that uh, we, we can't rely, as the city of Tulsa wanted to rely on, a late 19th century law
0: that's outlived its usefulness. I reached out to the city. A spokeswoman told me that city legal is evaluating next steps, and they'll have no further comment for now. Russell Mills, 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.